0: Hello and welcome to What's the Tea. I'm R to the Edgy.
1: And that's my heater. I'm Nick Juice. <laughs> I can't hear it. You can't? So it's whatever. all like literally all I hear is like.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't hear it last week because, yes, I listened to the fucking show.
1: Well, good for you, Coon Giblet. <laughs>
0: I was like, let me listen to what the fuck she's talking about. Talk about, I don't listen to the damn show. And you know what? It was
2: fucking entertaining.
0: It was entertaining, wasn't it? It's really funny.
1: And we had like a really good discussion that I was nervous about putting out there. And there's been very Mm. positive responses from black women, which I expected.
0: High quality content with medium quality sound. The sound was very good
1: last week. Fuck you very Very much. Very
0: fucking good. <laughs> we come a long way from fucking recording on speakerphone.
1: My nigga,
0: <laughs> do you remember that? Um, hi. You're talking to the pettiest person in America. I remember everything. Like
1: we dead ass used to put a phone down in my living room <laughs> just and just talk.
0: Record ourselves talking.
1: My God.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, was also. More- almost a decade ago, so technology yes. has come a little ways.
1: Yes. Oh, how cute. Somebody wants us to do a New Year's Eve Zoom
0: celebration. I saw that. I was like, baby, I don't know. I'm not celebra- I'm not in the mood to celebrate, but I do want to kiss this raggedy-ass year the fuck goodbye.
1: This actually is not a bad idea, because I'm not doing shit. Um, like, I'm gonna be at home alone, most likely. Same. um and i just i think well first let's listen to these voicemails and then we'll talk about the verses um and then we can talk about new year's eve this we'll is talk what, about the
0: verses that wasn't and the verses that will that are goddamn
1: <laughs> that is soon to come um okay i have not listened to either of these have you Neither.
0: you know it's always a <laughs> fun surprise when we don't screen the voicemail someone did give me a someone did shoot me a text message to be like have you recorded yet i want to leave you a voicemail so one of them i do know who they are from is it fine
1: ass steven is it is it from fine ass steven
0: uh no comment
1: <laughs> let me play
3: hey friends um i would say who this is but uh as for my name i'd like to keep it on please <laughs> um, I listened to last week's uh, episode, and The Bachelorette, yes, I do not watch The Bachelorette. I actually don't really watch like a lot of hero uh, shows, I guess you could say. Um, I kind of find the dating shows a little offensive uh, because of the way they're depicted on TV. However, I just happened to be scrolling, and I saw The Black Bachelorette, and I... I felt a little bit of a way of seeing her in that type of situation where a lot of these guys probably haven't dated a black woman is what I'm assuming. And then when I saw the commercial for The Black Bachelor, um, I looked him up and that man is fine, fine, fine. He's going to be my second husband. Um, And I looked up his Instagram and he fits a similar profile as Taysha, same parentage. Well not the same parentage, but he, he got a white mama. Um and that doesn't mean anything. Um but I am bracing myself um to be disappointed in his um if I think that he might choose somebody uh who is black. Um, I'm not gonna hold my hopes for that. But anyway, I love y'all. This is a must listen podcast. I love um, listening to you all every week. All right,
1: there's time left on the recording, but I think that it's just dead air. Uh, thank you so I'm much. I'm so mad at the way
0: he said he got a white mama.
1: <laughs> because look, it's obviously it's not always true, but whenever a biracial celebrity is acting up, I'm my my one thing that I will tweet is white mom.
0: I'm furious with you
1: (laughs) White mom Okay so let me just talk about The Bachelor briefly I do not Find him that attractive But that's fine Um, He probably wouldn't find me Attractive either Um, I Also agree I'm not holding out Any hope That he's gonna pick A black woman He might do like multi-ethnic woman of color in the final few but i don't go there to see black people date each other and i would really prefer
0: if they just left us out of it well right because you were just saying like don't bring us here if you're not gonna care for us and yeah
1: his name is matt james
0: oh lord
1: so he comes to bachelor universe bachelor nation um, in a very kind of unconventional way, he was actually not, I don't believe he was a contestant on The Bachelor. Oh, 28 year old real estate broker, entrepreneur, community organization founder, North Carolina native, went to Wake Forest. He
0: oh, was- okay, all oh. right. Dead giveaway. He went to
1: he he played football. He played professional football, and now he lives in New York City.
0: Dead giveaway. <laughs>
1: Dead giveaway. I ju- <laughs> you know, like I think that obviously, you don't, you don't. He's twenty eight and conventionally attractive, living in New York City. I don't think he has trouble meeting women. Um, Never <laughs> late. He is best friends with a guy who, okay, let me see. This is from Marie Claire. In an unexpected announcement this past June, ABC announced that it would its bachelor lead for 2021, Matt James, who starting January 4th, 2021, will star in the show's 25th season and will be the first Black Bachelor. If you are wondering who Matt James is, you're not alone.
0: (laughs) Wow, that's rude as fuck.
1: Unlike previous Bachelors, James is not a fan favorite yet, and when the announcement was made, the season he was intended to star in hadn't hadn't even aired yet. James had been cast as a contestant on Claire Crawley's season, and ABC claims that they instantly knew James to be the perfect fit for their leading man, so ABC poached him from Crawley's lineup and declared him the new Bachelor before Crawley's season began filming. It's worth noting that the show had come under fire just before the June announcement for its lack of diversity. (laughs) Shade. In 40 seasons, the show has had exactly one black lead, Rachel Lindsay, who starred as the Bachelorette, but has claimed she'll leave the franchise if calls to increase the diversity and treatment of cast members and production alike aren't met. A petition called a campaign for anti-racism on The Bachelor had been circulating prior to the announcement. One of the demands of the petition was that the next Bachelor be a Black man. It was a call that ABC clearly took to heart.
0: I mean, um, yeah, it just, it makes, I, I don't trust them, you know?
1: So, so look, there was a, a, an interaction between Claire and Matt before her season where she supposedly subtweeted him. This is a tweet from Claire. If you are doing interviews and creating cameo accounts before you are even on my season, you are in it for the wrong reasons. Hashtag don't waste your time. But the fans jumped in his defense because all the profits from his cameo were going to charity and he's like super involved in nonprofit stuff.
0: wowzers so i don't know how i feel about that yeah i I, oh yeah i don't know how i feel about that
1: so one of the i guess he's like a friend of a friend of a friend like one of the girls from colton season was friends with some guy and matt is apparently friends with that guy
0: I can't also ever hear the name Colton ever again without <laughs> thinking about Colty. So that's ruined.
1: Colty. I mean, he's attractive ruined. enough, but he's just not, I don't, when I see him, I see a black man who's not attracted to black women,
0: which is really- But what, is that, what does that look like to you? <laughs> uh,
1: lately, every man that I find
0: attractive, apparently. Uh-uh. That's not true. Mm-hmm. There are... I could I could name a couple Black men who are mutual... with whom you share a mutual attraction. So don't do that.
1: I mean, like, famous.
0: Oh. Well, how do you know you haven't met them?
1: I am not... Okay, let me rephrase. That are not partnered currently with Black women.
0: Okay. That's... Okay.
1: So, like the last six of my celebrity crushes, I instantly go to Instagram, and every single one of them has a white partner or non-black partner. Even not Cedric. Cedric who? Kyle's. The last six, friend. Uh Oh, not the first fifteen. Oh, I was
0: like, wait a minute. Oh, that's so disappointing. I
1: mean, it is what it is. I can't, I can't make a value judgment about who someone is currently in a relationship. It just
3: is sure. a, it's a
1: little disheartening when I'm like, oh, he's cute. And then I'm like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> sure, you're just like,
1: oh, well, all right then. And it's been literally like the last handful of, of men that I'm like, oh. Or, or, you know, just, wow. Every single one of them
0: well i I, again like i don't think abc has the like production infrastructure to care for a black couple um and i don't think they have the like marketing uh muscle behind that so you know hey score one for tokenized representation right
1: i just i just think that um The whole, like, we demand you have a Black Bachelor. Who are you? Because I don't. I'm good.
0: (laughs) I mean, okay, okay, okay. Here's what I will say. I do understand the merits of, like, what it means to see yourself represented on television. The problem with that is it's more than about just representation. It actually there needs to be more there's there's just more rigor behind having an empty token
1: but who's asking because i don't think that there's a bunch of black men who are demanding to be represented i truly don't think there's even a bunch of black women who are demanding that black men be represented on this show
0: i am profoundly inclined to agree with you so i don't know it's it's strong jay for sure it's strong jay for sure and i i bet it's going to be disappointing and i'm sure you know the fucking hateful ass fandom is going to be really toxic and racist to shit um but see they
1: but they won't be because the fandom is full of white women who are, are can't wait to have a piece of chocolate on TV. Oh,
0: like what's her name on that Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? I keep wanting to say South Carolina. Yeah, like, I'm not a good Mormon cause I like black men. And I'm like, girl, what the fuck are what you talking about? the fuck?
1: Right. So I don't know. I don't think that like, like, I don't know. Great, good for them. Uh, 25 years yeah 25 years later y'all finally are doing what you think is a good thing to do but in my opinion it 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 ain't for me and i don't know who it's for because i don't feel represented in this way
0: no no um and and i don't know that i really want to see a bunch of like People fetishizing and tokenizing right. this man, like in real time, being like, because the the way that they talk about them behind their back, right? I'm sure they're gonna be like, it's gonna be really gross.
1: And they do it. We've seen it. They do it on In Paradise. That's what it. It's like the my little snarky bit, bitter black woman TM joke was. I don't want to watch my faves who got kicked off of the regular season go to Mexico to be swimming in white women. And the dudes really, like, jump into it, arms open, like, yes, give me all the white women. Right. But it's not across the board. Like, for sure, there have been Black people who dated each other while on In Paradise. But, you know, like, for the most part, when I used to go to the saddle rack in Fremont, I knew- The, the
0: motherfucking <laughs> saddle rack, nigga!
1: I knew the other black men there were not there to meet black women.
0: I'm so sad that I never rode that mechanical bull because I really was like, I was really trying to work <laughs> my way up to it.
1: I definitely rode the mechanical bull and I also was in the barber chair.
0: Uh, well, Didn't your brother come there with us one time? Yes, most definitely. <laughs> I, I like, not, for those of you for those of you keeping track, <laughs> that was not the time that I threw up in the trash can in the wall. <laughs> that only happened one time and I I have grown and I've made better choices. But also like if
1: uh you know me and we've hung out, you've been to the saddle
0: rack with me. That's just like yeah. a thing. You've been to the saddle rack and or you've been to a karaoke spot. Correct.
1: Well, not necessarily karaoke. Like, there's a lot of people that I know who have never been to karaoke with me. But if we drank together between about 1999 and 2009, we've been to the Saddle Rack together.
0: Yeah. Wait, did they close before you moved or did you move before they closed? The
1: Saddle Rack closed?
0: I don't know. I just, I haven't been there in so long.
1: I don't know. Just to give y'all some perspective... It is a ginormous warehouse, probably like 20,000 square feet, and I don't think I'm exaggerating, uh, of a, a country bar. But And they would have a, a group or a singer perform early in the night, and sometimes they would do like line dancing lessons, but then it basically just became like a regular club.
0: It, I mean, like, wait, wasn't there somebody climbing the fucking metal, like, Pole. Oh, they had cages. They yeah, absolutely yeah. I like, had Chambers cages. Cage and poles <laughs> climbing the fucking poles.
1: Uh, I, I've definitely been in that cage for I sure. I didn't want to
0: say anything for, about that for but sure.
1: You, you know? <laughs> But to me, it was just like a fun ass place to, it was like Disneyland for drunk bitches, basically.
0: It really was in the middle of motherfucking nowhere. So you couldn't get too drunk because this is before Uber and you had to get your ass home (laughs) and the cops were everywhere in motherfucking
1: And and it was a drive, like- A
0: derive.
1: Yeah, auto mall, like almost Milpitas is how far away that (laughs) shit was, yeah. Uh, okay, we have another voicemail.
2: Another voicemail. Well, good morning, Nick and Reggie. This is Taz, a.k.a. Mikhail Taz, on all mostly social media platforms. I was calling to say adios, whatever you can say bye in German, because I'm about to head to Germany, and I wanted to call you guys and say, y'all take care of the states while I'm gone. I'm glad everybody's doing good, especially you and Nick. And I enjoy listening to y'all. Y'all be having me in my emotions and feelings, especially last week with the Erica Badu part, uh, reflection on Mama's Gone. So I was like, oh my God, y'all, y'all got me in my emotions. I can't do this. I'm like a little girl in the gym banging on the window. But I want to say, um, I'm going to miss, uh, listening to y'all live. It's probably a take delay, uh, over in Germany while downloading episodes. Oh uh Download episodes. But you, you see that German download? That's me. So, y'all be good. Take care of the state for the next three weeks, years while I'm gone. And I love you guys. And y'all stay healthy, stay good. And as always, fuck Mario Chalmers. Peace out. <laughs> stay chill. Take care, guys. Oh my
0: God, oh, Taz. Oh my God. Buck Mario
1: Chalmers <laughs> forever. Um, first of all, thank you so much for your service and like be safe out there. The what your the phrase you're looking for is Auf Wiedersehen, um, which means goodbye in German. But we know that you'll be on the other side of the ocean listening to us a day or two later so you ain't going nowhere you just gonna be a little right. behind but thank you so much for your call and your emotions okay we do be in our emotions
0: i mean hi ten times out of nine i'm a <laughs> cancer
1: anyway um what's the tea
0: chow i it's it's so fucking much. This raggedy ass year is really trying to squeeze a whole bunch of motherfucking bullshit into the last three weeks. Look. And I refuse. I refuse. Look. Um, so, about uh the real households of PG County.
1: Let's go. Let's fucking go. I'm just... I mean... I want to say a couple of things. Please do. I think two things can be true at one time.
0: I do. Most of the time, two things, at least two things are true.
1: I do think that because of their platform and because of optics, it doesn't always look the best when a biracial and or light-skinned woman is accusing a dark-skinned woman of being aggressive, but wendy bitch, you were aggressive like incredibly and then when andy was like what other words can we use so we aren't racially dog whistling people to make it okay to be abusive towards you she was like i don't know there's a dictionary look it up like you. how many c- degrees do you have baby
0: none of them are having to do with words apparently well i I just feel like for someone who had no problem mentioning how regularly mentioning how many degrees she had um i just feel like you might be called upon to use them at any moment and Uh,
1: and i think that like yes it's all fair to say but there have been times in the show where it was the light-skinned women versus a a dark skinned woman, but I never was like, this is some straight up and down colorism. But I also know that the fandom is awful. And I believe every word of Wendy saying that people were attacking her and making digs at her about her skin color. I totally believe that because people are fucking awful. Do I believe that solely by calling her aggressive that Ashley has enabled these people? No, I don't believe that to be true. But I believe all experiences are yours and your feelings are valid. However, when somebody asks you for a solution and you say, I don't know, look it up. You're not, I don't know, like I'm not, I don't think he was asking you to perform labor. I feel like I was very cringy about how they were gonna discuss the topic of race and colorism. And I think that the question was asked in a very good way.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you know. Here's the thing: if y'all are always shouting, it's always the motherfuckers shouting the loudest about accountability for others that don't want to take accountability for themselves. Baby, and I, and I, I feel like this whole thing of this whole like pattern of behavior of projecting on other people the shit that you do is fucking rich. Yeah. So yes, multiple things can be true at the same time. Can uh, Candice to me, Candice. Wendy, Robin, and Giselle are fucking gorgeous on the outside. Yeah. End of sentence. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Like their skin color, their skin tone, their like their skin care, all of it fucking beautiful. Do I believe I wish they make different styling choices. <laughs> sure. <laughs> even a, you know, even a, a a battery operated clock is a little slow sometimes. But like you could still be ugly on the inside
1: I believe that Candace needs to fire her makeup artist because she didn't look great in her ITM um and I think that her reunion look was not good there was like some contouring fails her eyelashes were so big you couldn't even see her eyes at all like that makeup it was doing nothing complimentary for her Wendy, no. however, Wendy, how the fuck ever was looking fucking gorgeous. Like I mean, woo, stunning, stunning, stunning. Yeah. Hair laid, outfit looking bomb. Like her skin was fucking glowing, face matching neck. Like whoever did Wendy for this reunion, kudos. She looked like, amazing. Keep them on
0: motherfucking payroll. Yeah. Um, I, I just, ugh. I I I mean, I I find it very frustrating the lack of ability to maintain a nuanced conversation mm. about any of this stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like we can we I can critique someone without leaning on racial dog whistles, mm-hmm. just like we can critique the 45th and soon to be former president without fat shaming him. Mm -hmm. Like it's possible to do two things at the same time. And it's possible to hold Wendy to account for her fucking toxic ass behavior. Like it is. And if she thinks that you can't do that without like being, you know, racist or colorist, then she's full of shit. I mean, it's also proof positive why Andy needs to not be the host of these Black franchise reunions anymore.
1: Right. And and the thing that they kept skipping over that pissed me off was Monique in the background saying, "But y'all can describe me as a ghetto hood rat bitch." And the only thing right. that they said was Candace was like, "You describe yourself as hood, but that that doesn't make it okay."
0: Right. And if I if I like refer to myself as something in jest, it doesn't mean that you get to use it against me to demean me. And Candace, how fucking dare you? I mean, how I can't. With fucking, her old Kimberell ass looking mama.
1: How fucking dare you call another black woman a bed wench when you lay
0: with a white man too? Ooh, Jesus. I knew you were coming down her street and I was like, I'm just going to be very, very quiet. You want to talk about dog whistles? How fucking dare you? You want to
1: open up the opportunity for other people to come at somebody? You called another black woman a fucking bed witch?
0: Like on the Twitter where it exists in perpetuity. And a roach? Right.
1: A roach?
0: Right. Like, so fucking so ugly so so nasty and so rude
1: she, you want to call somebody low but while a woman was delivering her baby you was on the internet calling her names and shit you made fun of her fucking miscarriage yeah she's you're uh, a whack bitch with no with no foresight you're very short-sighted that's some I
0: bullshit mean, i mean I mean, uh, you know, but like, she's so... And you want to talk about
1: songs being trash?
0: That's ba- Let's not. Let's not. Let's, Let's not, not
1: do that. Let's not. Let's not Let's do not. that. Because I don't know
0: what heals a heart or where it starts. But that song is not it, boo. It's not. And I am so happy that I never have to listen to that shit any fucking more. Bruh. Um, somebody was like, all these scene transition intros are just rejected beats.
1: <laughs> but you know, I know it's like all all systems go at the reunion, but you you don't get to call a, another black woman who is in a interracial marriage a fucking bedwinch when you lay with a white man too.
0: I mean- Don't do it. Married, she's a married woman she's about to be a mother of two. Like, can she live? Right. Let her live. Right. Mind your own fucking business.
1: And everybody had all the smoke for how Ashley used to be and what Ashley used to say. And they showed all the clips and yes, she said some fucked up shit and uh, it came around and went back around, right back to her. And her ass together multiple times. Multiple times, but even Robin said, but Ashley apologizes. She takes
0: accountability for the fucked up shit that she says and she apologizes. And I find it so fascinating because Candace's mother is a therapist. Is she? She's a psychiatrist. Is she? <laughs> yes. Wow. And so, like, I'm profoundly curious as to, like, what the. Now, you know, it is very, it's a well known fact um, <laughs> that children be rebellious as hell and be running to do the opposite of what their parents do. Like, my mother is a devout follower of Jesus, and I am. A whore. Um, but be that as it may, like I'm shocked that Candace didn't pick up any mental health management tools on her own. And she seems so ill-equipped to like walk through the world as a responsible adult who's not causing irreparable, like wanton harm to everyone she's everyone she surrounds herself
1: well, it's probably the same as the phenomenon of like the pastor's kids being, you know,
0: he that She's just so fucking toxic.
1: She just doesn't take any account accountability for her own actions, and it bothers the fuck out of me because she's like, "I'm crying. I'm on anti-anxiety med. I've been to therapy." But fuck you, bitch. You dirty bitch. Your man got the fucking da-da-da-da. I'm like, "Okay."
0: Man just like she's trash she's and and you know what like i i am rooting for everybody black but not if you're rooting against black people i just i don't think with your ugly ass ways
1: it's just funny to me that i think she's projecting a lot and i think she's very jealous of ashley i think it's it's i don't i can't put my finger on it but there's some like I too have a white husband, but she's still somehow is doing it better than me. And I'm super resentful of her.
0: And I just don't understand. Like, I mean, I think Michael is richer than Chris. Much. <laughs> um, But like,
1: I-, I think Candace is prettier than Ashley. I don't. And I think that's, and I don't, and I think that's part of the problem.
0: Um. I just, I don't, I'm, yeah. I, I don't,
1: don't, I'm not saying that Candace wants to be white.
0: Oh, no, I don't, yeah.
1: But I do think that she probably has some um, deep-rooted issues and Ashley presents herself as, as all of that.
0: Oh, sure. I mean, yes, that that does not surprise me.
1: I do not think she's prettier than Ashley. If anything, they're the same amount of pretty.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think, I mean, I don't, Ashley is not ugly. Ashley is not ugly at all. Ashley is fucking gorgeous. And how she looked in the fucking finale, like, she looked fucking stunning. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I I just, I don't know. I don't understand why she's jealous. It just, it doesn't make any sense. But usually jealousy doesn't make sense. Well, I guess I I forgot, even though it's not Sunday. Apparently you're still preaching today, so... (laughs) Pardon
1: the fuck out of me, Pastor Nick Jew. <laughs> and I also and this is why I reject that whole like you're racist dog whistling me by calling me aggressive. I believe that Ashley is profoundly uh in stepping into owning and proud of her blackness. She doesn't present to me as a quote unquote biracial woman. She presents to me, in my opinion, as a black woman. And she always has. And I've seen people on Twitter accuse her of like doing white woman shit and falling into her white woman victimhood. And I don't see it. Honestly, I I feel because her mother is black that she's got a, a totally different perspective um, in her
0: Blackness. Like, she's I,
1: the opposite I of understand. Tasia.
0: I don't understand what people think Ashley is doing that presents as, like, you know, anti-Black. I just, I don't... I, I think don't it's because it. of how she looks, which
1: it, you're not allowed to say. Like, you're light-skinned people can never be the victim of anything you're not allowed to like sympathize with them at all because they've experienced privilege which whatever I don't I'm not here to argue somebody else's lived experience but I do think that a lot of the flack that Ashley gets is because of how she looks but I she has never in my opinion given given me any impression that she is anything other than a black woman
0: Proud as hell and black as hell.
1: And she doesn't know her dad. And she she doesn't isn't really that close with that side of her family. She was raised by her black family. Yeah. So for her it, to feel like she was sitting there like, I'm totally clueless as to why you think me calling you aggressive is a dog whistle. I don't think that was her playing the victim. I think she was truly like, no. And she was respectful enough to sit there and be like, I'm not going to fucking argue with you because like she's a black woman she understands what's going on
0: yeah i i it doesn't a lot of these critiques of of ashley like just don't fully scan in my book
1: Mine either. And I think she's trash and she's done some bullshit and fucking spread people's business and di- but like everybody has.
0: Everybody yeah, like has. Like G- Giselle Bryant. Right. Party of party of one. Right. She
1: oh my God. Like I did, you know, I had my turn on her this season. I don't really like her any longer. They fucking drug her ass. Karen was in her ass the entire episode and i was living bitch i mean you know karen had cause she did here's my thing and i hope they bring it up giselle was invited to karen's hometown and in her interviews talked so much shit about the town about karen's family about the parade about like you're a guest bitch Don't, if I invite you somewhere and you on TV popping shit about the place where I come from and the people that I love, I'm coming to the reunion with Smoke too, bitch. (laughs)
0: Let that, let that be a warning to all of you, like... If you don't have anything nice to say about where, where I stay, where my grandma stays, then don't say shit. Don't because... say
1: shit. It's rude as fuck. I invited you to where I'm from in my family's home and you're popping shit in the interview. What the fuck?
0: Yeah. It's, it's not cute. It's tacky. It's... I mean, are you surprised that Giselle no. would be on some tacky shit? No,
1: and Karen was eating her the fuck up. Robin couldn't even save her ass.
0: Yeah, she really do be waiting on Robin to come through with the fucking assist. And it's like, well, right is right and wrong is wrong, Giselle. And you were dead ass motherfucking wrong.
1: And even Candace was like, I I do think you would benefit from some time with a stylist.
0: (laughs) I mean, you can't lie. Right. She looks... A mess. Awful. Yeah. She is too pretty to be dressing like that.
1: And her hair. Her hair is always a mess.
0: Like, girl, where what what Obama beauty supply chain are you getting these fucking wash and shake and go ponytails from? You need to find a new supplier.
1: You are too beautiful to have your wig sitting up on top of your head like that. Like, why are you even wearing a wig if that's the case? Right
0: yeah it it
1: they she looked like she was about to she looked like she was about to cry and then Monique with that binder I don't care what anybody says about Monique I don't like her that much but she got Giselle my friend she
0: got her I mean there was plenty to get her on and I think that when Giselle was like I'm leaving I have a security guard I think Monique was like bitch fuck you Mm -hmm. yep and with good reason. Yep.
1: And now she's saying what everybody knows to be true. You know how long I've been hearing those rumors about Jamal? This ain't new. No, of course it's not new. When the season started, the people were tweeting about how he had just got somebody pregnant.
0: Her I daddy didn't. left the damn, <laughs> you know, whatever the hell restaurant talking about, I can't do this.
1: Yeah. And they want to talk about Karen and when she was drunk and all the shit that she said about Ray. Well, what goes around comes around.
0: Okay.
3: And ain't now it's your turn.
1: Timberlake said. Ugh. ain't it? Anyway. <laughs> let's let's quote Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: but and then like uh when she read out his phone number and Giselle was like, That's his number. Ooh. <laughs> And Karen yeah. said, is Jamal coming
0: today? And
1: she said, nope. no. And Karen said, of course not.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, tr- it's true. Giselle has so much smoke for, for everybody else and how supportive everybody else's man is. And she was doing the fucking most at the holiday party, trying to make sure that Juan proposed. And I, and I get that she was, like, on best friend duty, but it did not read like that. It read as... Jealous not, bitch duty. Not the move. It read as jealous bitch duty. It really did, especially when she was, like, pushing all the other women out of the way when they were all excited. Like, y'all were all in Portugal together, Giselle. Like, what are you... What the fuck is you thinking?
1: She... It It just seemed like she was kind of making it about her.
0: She 100% was making it about her. which she always does
1: and definitely was a little envious it was all over her face
0: she was gonna do that anyway
1: right like I'm not saying that she wasn't happy for Robin because I believe that she is happy for Robin but had Juan not included her she would have been real salty
0: I just like it's just it's unnecessary you know like pack white Giselle
1: yeah yeah yep i just i think that um and she was being messy about karen and wendy and i'm glad that she got called out for that shit like adding extra insults that didn't need to be said she
0: really did like she didn't call her a floozy she did call her a freelancer right but she did not call her no motherfucking floozy right and that's that's a
1: important distinction
0: yeah i mean you know like I have yet to see Dr. Wendy on anybody's primetime coverage on MSNBC, <laughs> CNBC, you know, OP, any fucking thing. Yeah. But she ain't no damn floozy. Right. And Karen didn't call her one. She is happily married to her husband. And I think, you know, that's beautiful. And yes, how I feel about her ways, notwithstanding, she's a very intelligent woman. And I really appreciate all of those, like, talks that she was having at the thing about, like, getting people politically activated and getting people informed. This shit is important.
1: I don't believe that she brings anything to the show that
0: I need. Oh, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> bring like, bring not... Katie back. Huh?
1: Bring Katie back. <laughs>
0: okay, where is Katie? in virginia somewhere on a farm because katie had smoke for all them hoes
1: now katie was jealous of ashley she's like sage steel like hella want people to know she's biracial but she don't look it and
0: because ashley
1: looks biracial she didn't like her katie does look by bi- i
0: mean like what do biracial even look like
1: but I think it's the difference between looking like Ashley and looking like S- Sage Steele and Katie.
0: My friend Kim, you met Kim? Um, no, I, I haven't actually. Really? Never. Not even at the night that you know who met you know who and kissed you know who in the mouth.
1: I don't. I didn't meet her. I met, oh. if I did, it was like quickly in passing.
0: Ah. Um. So Kim is from Baltimore, <laughs> and both of her parents are capital B black. Right. She is very bare skinned and regularly people say that she is biracial and she's like, y'all need to stop putting that on me. Right. black right
1: and that's the thing it's like robin i remember in a previous season robin was having a discussion with katie about how she was not mixed and katie was like bitch look at you you have your are hella light skin, and you have green eyes and robin was like that don't mean shit and robin is correct but then her her dana um <laughs> had said she was actually more white than black but she had <laughs> but robin is black because she was socialized to be black and as far as as to her knowledge both of her parents are black right later on they found out otherwise but she was definitely raised as a black person
0: yeah and and you know i think that obviously like black fishing aside someone's racial identity is their own motherfucking business yeah
1: i totally agree except for if you're black and not wanting to be <laughs> then uh it's everybody's
0: then it's everybody's business and nicole and nick Jew is not here for your shit uh
1: speaking of racial identity or is there anything else you wanted to say about that me uh no about
0: the reunion oh i was like i don't have anything to say about racial identity i'm very black
1: (laughs) uh i'm pivoting so i against my better judgment and because i do enjoy pain Listened to Tasia do an interview on Van Lathan and um, Rachel Lindsay's podcast. I feel ways. Tasia, as in Fantasia, as in the Bachelorette. Tasia. Oh, I was like Fantasia. No. Um, I feel various and sundries ways about all three of these people. So I will put that out there right up front. The only reason why I listened to it is because I wanted to hear what Tasia had to say. Um, Van, uh, I used to listen to his podcast pretty regularly, and I don't any longer. And I think I've been really clear about how I feel about Rachel Lindsay. Uh, Good for her, hakuna matata. So I I will say that I did appreciate Van for, like, asking the questions. Because he was basically telling Tasia, like... I'm old enough to remember people really turning on Tiger Woods because he told the community that he wasn't black, he was Cabal Asian or whatever. And yes. um, Rachel said, well, people were mad at him because he made that term up. And Van was like, no, <laughs> people were mad at him because the community had embraced him and like kind of propped him up historically for all these firsts and excellence. And he basically told us that he didn't want to be a part of our community. So Correct. he was asking Tasia similarly, like, you know, we know that he asked her how she identifies officially, and she said that she identifies as African American and Mexican, and he was like, because you know, when we look at you, we see a beautiful black woman, and there's scores of black women out there who were waiting for this representation, and it feels like you making that distinction very clearly and very often like you don't want to be you know necessarily known as a black woman because she corrects people when they call her the first black bachelorette you know like she says i'm the first black and mexican bachelorette," which is true she's not the first rachel was the first but you know um so he was like what like why you know because she kept saying i'm african-american and mexican i'm african-american and mexican like if is her father from the continent do you know a lot of black people who identify as african-american specifically
0: i don't but you know i don't really make friends so uh, (laughs) i'm not really a coachable bitch
1: and she said um and i'm gonna misquote her but i'm not trying to slander her in my misquoting it's just i didn't write it down she said that a few years ago her Mexican heritage became really important to her and she thought that by people identifying her as black, she was um, dismissing half of who she is. That's fair, I've had this conversation with plenty of biracial people, but I also know that the majority of them then follow up with something like, but I know I'm black and I look black and when I walk into a room, I would have to tell you that I'm something other than black, so I am okay with black as a label. Um, But she is not.
0: My sisters sisters are um, biracial. And I feel like now all of them are like, I am black.
1: Right. 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 And so she, but then when she talked about her Mexican heritage, she was like, one of my um cousins is a judge and the other is a lawyer and like she just named all of these like really important sounding people in Mexico and that's why she wants to be proud of being Mexican too but like j- what about your cousin who's not
0: a judge or a lawyer like i right you don't need to be respectable to be
1: <laughs> right
0: know,
1: right and i don't know her I-, I would venture to guess that she's no more out front Mexican than she is out front black. I think it's just a thing that she gets to say now. Um, And now that she's on a national platform, she's like, I just want to be inclusive. And I don't know
0: that I buy it,
1: but she's not selling it to me, so I don't care.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's a mess. (laughs) But, you know, I feel like identity is a very personal and private journey, and I would never begrudge anyone for being in a different place than I am because, like... I do. As episode four (laughs) of What's the (laughs) T says, work out your own salvation. Yes. And, you know, like, I am working out my own salvation, and I pray that everyone works out their own salvation, and that if you're not right, you just commit to getting right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just, I think Van made some really good points to her that she wasn't necessarily trying to hear.
0: And, you know, fair enough. Um, I don't think anybody, like, wants to be publicly checked on their own shit. But the problem with that is, is when you accept being in the limelight in this sort of kind of visible way, like being a part of a reality TV franchise, people are going to have things to say about shit that you're not ready to talk about.
1: It's just like, it it just sounds like she, I don't know, I'm not, I just don't buy it, unfortunately.
0: Well, yes, and also you just don't like that girl. You don't (laughs) like that young lady.
1: I wouldn't say that because I really did like her on Colton's season. I don't like that ABC is throwing me this black woman, who is then like, woo,
0: woo, woo, woo. I'm not black. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's real, that's real as shit. That's real as shit.
1: That's what I don't like. Or like having to watch a 29 year old black person figure out that she is black and there is racism. Like, girl. Yeah. Yiggity, that's yikes. That's real. So, good luck, everybody. That's, again, I have until December 31st to publicly speak about my disdain on interracial relationships. And after that, it's just good luck, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Hallelujah, holla back. Good for her.
0: I, you know, yeah. I. I how old is that, young lady? 29. Ooh, don't miss it she ain't that young but I also she really really is not she really is not
1: but I also know that not everyone um I mean she you're from Orange County you know what that's like um I'm from the Bay Area I I just now as an adult because I did it on purpose have like a really black life my social life my dating life Like, all of it is very Black. I only encounter non-Black people at work, but that's- Yes,
0: that that was not my testimony until I went to college with you. Right,
1: right. And even then, like, my um, friends, we were like a United Colors, the Benetton, because the Bay Area is one of the most culturally diverse places on earth. I would not say that I had a ton of white friends, and I didn't have a ton of black friends, there was something of everyone. I wouldn't classify myself as a black person who didn't grow up around other black people. I have a huge family. My cousins were my very first friends. So when I first started making friends, they were all sorts of different kinds of people, but like people wanted to identify me as the black girl who only hung out with white people, but I don't think I knew exclusively white people that's not true i
0: think it's hog fucking wild to me right
1: right right
0: but also people have four degrees in being ridiculous so well also if
1: they see you with one white boyfriend then you become the black girl who only dates white men and i've only ever had one white boyfriend
0: it was enough it was too many
1: (laughs) i've definitely dated men who were not black but like straight up caucasian one
0: i have never bitch don't even finish
1: this. <laughs> don't even finish the sentence lest you get our internet cut the fuck off
0: <laughs> i have only
1: <laughs> <laughs> um you know the anniversary of self-titled passed really it's been six years Oh my god. This weekend. I think it was I think it's been six years. Yeah, two thousand and sixteen. Thirteen.
0: That's seven, seven years. Seven years. Okay. I believe well, because that unfortunate YouTube video was in twenty fourteen. Uh yeah. It was not unfortunate. <laughs> um that is crazy.
1: The album that changed me from casual fan to Stan.
0: I mean, I'm I'm happy it happened. Me too. I'm me too. really I'm really I'm really proud of your journey.
1: What's your favorite song from self-titled?
0: Uh you know, for oh old emotionally unstable bitch like me, it do fluctuate <laughs> depending on my mood. Mm-hmm. Um Rocket. Mm-hmm. 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 Or blow. Mm-hmm um it, it it's between those those two i i can't listen to partition or drunken love anymore oh i still love drunken love but it's only because of the damn youtube video
1: right right
0: i'm just like if i listen to that song another, another time, time
1: <laughs> i think it's blow is my favorite
0: i get hypothermia thinking about that song <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking cold. <laughs> I would have not known
1: you're such a good actor.
0: Um, yeah, I think blow is just such a fucking bop. But yeah. also rocket because I remember, I mean again, 2014, it was my first summer in New York and I was having sex with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And so I have sat my ass yes. on, a, on a couple of people. Sure, sure, sure. Showed them how I felt.
1: I feel like blow is giving me all of my like. It's girls' night. Um, we about to go outside, and
0: I can't wait to. Yeah, I get home so you can turn that cherry out.
1: And it like the roller skating vibe. It's just super cute.
0: I had a naughty thought today, baby, every time I closed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, that's my favorite. It's my favorite.
1: Yeah, it's, I love it. Um,
0: I did not love Haunted. I was like, I was like, what the fuck is this song? But that grew on it me. It grew on me as well.
1: As uh, well. Do you think there's skips? Uh, Are we skipping are anything? trying to get me murdered? Are we skipping anything? I'm self-titled. I
0: hold on. Let me see how how much of a card carrying homosexual I am. Is can I do this track list off the off the dome?
1: I was gonna try to, but I just pulled it up.
0: Pretty Hurts. So you can check my work. Pretty Hurts, um Ghost Haunted, whatever the hell. Yes. Uh No Angel. Drunken Love. Oh, drunken. See, I told you it just it just <laughs> like gone. 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 Um, <laughs> drunk in Love.
1: No. And then No Angel? Drunken Love, Blow. And no. then No Angel. Then No Angel. And then
0: uh, Yancey?
1: No, my no. honorable mention for best song on the album, Partition. Oh,
0: Partition?
1: Well, Yancey goes
0: into Partition. Um, I'm also thinking about the videos.
1: Yeah, there's no Yancey track. It's just...
0: But it's the um, see me up in the club with 50 the man girl Yeah, yeah. uh uh-huh. um then Jealous. Yep. Keeping your promise in my and then into Rocket. Yes. I'm thinking about the transitions now. Rocket
1: uh-huh. is another ooh,
0: yes. Yeah. Uh I've been watching all the signs. Um mine. This is the skip for me. <laughs> I don't hate it.
1: I don't like the chorus. I don't like the chorus. Um and then wait, I don't to say am I am I, I don't really ask.
0: and then XO. Mm Yes, sorry. Yes.
1: Yes, 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 exo. Yes. Sorry, go
0: ahead. I was like I was like I was like, wait a minute, I'm singing these transitions. I was like, yeah. wait a minute. I love
1: XO as well.
0: Yes. Um And then Flawless. Yep. Um, Oh, fuck. Wait, where's Jealous? Jealous is before Rocket. Yeah. Right? Partition, Jealous.
1: I thought you said Jealous. Partition.
0: Maybe I did. Maybe I forgot about it. Okay. Pretty Hurts. Where's Jealous? Because Jealous is right before Rocket.
1: Pretty Hurts. Haunted, Drunken Love, Blow, No Angel, Partition, Jealous, Rocket, Mine, Exo. Flawless. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Go ahead. Flawless and then um uh what the hell? Uh heaven? Superpower. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right.
1: <laughs> heaven blue and then um 711 but that's
0: an extra track 7 711
1: 711 is my motherfucking song
0: I thought you were going to say 711 is your skip and I was about no. to flip this motherfucking desk over
1: I'm probably just going to skip mine um I might skip heaven depending on my mood but it's not because yeah. I don't like the song
0: sure yeah, it, it's, it's, I mean, I have said this before, like the thing that Beyonce Giselle Knowles-Carter does better than anybody else in music history, I'm not overstating, Ooh. is write a bad bitch carol.
1: Yes, and and 7 and 11, 7 and 11, drunk in love, 7-11 is not really a bad bitch carol, 7-11 is a fun, like, sleepover jam.
0: Yeah, with your fellow bad bitches. Yes, Exactly. I mean, it's not, it's not ring the alarm or don't hurt yourself.
1: Those are different. I don't, I wouldn't say those are bad bitch carols. Those are, let's put on our black forces and all black. and <laughs> Oh,
0: wow. Black air forces. We
1: gonna hide the body somewhere.
0: God damn it. <laughs> yes, those, she does those better than anybody else. Like, them dress like yeah. i'm going out with my bad bitches and i'm gonna f- tonight i'm fucking up all your shit boy Ooh, come on Nadia. yes so, like i don't i don't want to hear beyonce be sad
1: i i don't mind like halo every now and again but like it just mm-hmm. isn't something that i need every time i listen to the album
0: it's not it's not why i'm here
1: yes so why is you here?
0: It's, it's not. It's not why I'm here.
1: Yes, but happy birthday, self-titled. She changed the fucking world with that album drop. Changed the world when I digital drop.
0: Broke the internet, top two, and she wasn't number two.
1: And I think that I scooped you on that, actually
0: you probably did i, I think mean, i was, did that was the the very beginning of me having basically no life cuz i was a fucking workaholic
2: mhm i had
0: a little bit of boundaries and a little bit of a balance before 2013 because that's when a nigga's career sort of made a a move and mm-hmm. then and then it was over for your boy <laughs> um
1: you mean like before you were in the new york times
0: um
1: sure with meryl streep audra mcdonald (laughs) uh patty lupone
0: christine baranski i'm going off the dome
1: here please forgive me uh, if i've (laughs) left off any of your uh contemporaries (laughs) you were in the fucking new york times fucking what congratulations
0: it's not the first first time that i've been in the new york times but certainly oh um, oh excuse excuse the fuck out of me well before audrey left us i would save every new york times clip and send to her so this is my fourth time being in the new york times but has it Um, been
1: i thought before it was like show announcements this is like your face only in a, in a top 10 of the year. My yeah. nigga. That is so yeah. awesome. It is not bad. I, I mean, I have to say, I've never been in the New York Times for <laughs> any reason. Not yet. And I definitely haven't been alongside some of the greatest actors of our
0: time. Not yet.
1: Can you tell um, the people what you were in the New York Times for real quick?
0: Yeah. So in... September or October is when it aired uh I co-create I co-commissioned this project with the Vineyard Theater in New York called Lessons in Survival which was this like eight part series um that was sort of experimental where me and a bunch of actors like it's kind of Confusing to explain. But we created this project at the vineyard and you know the New York a lot of people really, really loved it and were really moved by it. And so they included our piece as the one of the top ten pieces of the year. Um, and I was not the only person in the piece. Like there were famous fancy ass people in the piece, like Joe Morton was in a couple episodes and you know, like a bunch of other like Fancy ass people, but they chose me to
1: be in the love photo. And you played James Baldwin beautifully, might I add. I, I believe it's a role that you were born to play. We just did. need to get Coleman Domingo's acting ass up out of here so someone can cast you. <laughs> it's in so the movie. funny
0: when, so, uh, <laughs> Coleman is a board member at the Vineyard and we also did these like community conversations around our pieces, um, and Coleman like was in one of the community conversations and we, I did part of my James Baldwin and he was like, who, when, when are you, Right? when is the, when is the movie, when right. is the, when is the whatever? is that, like, Exactly. like, I don't know, I don't know Coleman, you, you tell me. Right, why
1: don't you pull some strings, my nigga? <laughs> you tell me, sir. He was so good in that episode of Euphoria and I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I just want y'all, once it's safe to do so, to really start seeing some more theater because you get that level of acting like every time.
0: (laughs) I mean, he's so very good in everything. And I'm really very happy that he is getting some well overdue shine. I mean, from the people who didn't know, like the theater niggas and people in the Bay. We been new. Yeah. Been new. Been fucking new. And, um, it's about goddamn time
1: for sure and for you as well so i'm putting that into the ether for you yeah, 20 uh
0: 2020 was a raggedy ass bitch It yeah. fucking preempted my broadway debut right um so eat a dick 2020 2021 you better have some shit to say <laughs> it just means you get to
1: do it bigger and better next year i hope so all I right i
0: have no- <laughs> All
1: right. Well, let's get the fuck out of here, friend.
0: Yes, please. Uh this is the day that the Lord has made.
1: But it is absolutely not the day for you to call another black woman a bed wench for also being married to a white man or to try it.
0: It really isn't. Bye. Do better.
1: Yes. Bye. Bye.